Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 89 of the Bonehead Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. back i'm ben and once again i'm joined by blood tithe ben bt how you doing i'm doing good how are you i am very good uh tell us what we're talking about this episode so that i can then talk about it very quickly (laughs) uh this episode we're going to talk a little bit more about the world cup Uh, we're going to run through the bid and um also we've got a fun little interview with um with the event organizers yes we have yeah and just because it's podcast territory, we've recorded that first and we've just wrapped up with them. And apart from one technical issue that I'm hoping you guys won't even know about, it was awesome. They're so editing cool. wizardry. Yeah, yeah, there's just going to be one little glitch <laughs> transition and uh, it'll be fine. Uh, so I am like super jazzed about the World Cup. It's not for 18 months, but I don't I know. know. That's just... okay. We've got, it's like a Chris, it's like another Christmas that's 18 months away. So now Ooh. we can get excited. It's like Kickstarter, you know? All these events that you plan in the future that you kind of forget about, and then they arrive, and you're just like, "Oh my gosh, yes!" I don't know if we're going to forget about the world. Yeah, Cup. that's true. Uh, <laughs> they, they definitely won't. Yeah. No, they uh, definitely yeah. won't. No, you're right. I mean, where are we now? We're in March, so we've got Dorset Dungeon Bowl in May. Then we go into uh, the Summer South Coast Series in July. Then we've got the Aegeus Bowl in October. Is that right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we've got Bonehead Bowl in November. Then we've got Beachhead 2023. Then we'll probably have uh, another Dungeon Bowl in May. Then mm-hmm. we'll probably do the South Coast in July. And then it will be the World Cup in September. So we are just set for Blood Bowl. Every few months, we've got a really cool event to go to. And it culminates in 18 months with, a I, I don't know, I mean, I'm going to guess 2,274 people. Two two seven four. I'm going to it may be a bit increase it oh. because I think we're going to get. I, well, I'm hoping that we get even more like blood bowl interest. I'm going straight to two five hundred. Twenty five hundred. All right, I like it, guys. Let us know what you think the World Cup number is going to be. Last year was fourteen hundred. Last year, the last event was fourteen hundred. But I'm I'm like Ben. I'm convinced that this is going to be a big thing. Plus, the location is is just yeah. We'll talk about that when we talk about the bid, but. No spoilers here, except the fact that it's on the screen and we talked about it already, that it is going to be in Alicante, Spain. Uh, and Tiff, my wife, is already like, yep, we're going and I'm going to get Ben's girlfriend to come along as well. Ben has other ideas. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Tiff and Tiff and Alison together. It, it, I mean, when, we run through the, when we run through this bid and I can show the pictures and, <laughs> and maybe she'll change her mind. <laughs> Yeah. Groovy. Anyway, yeah, like Ben said, we've got an interview. Oh, I've lost you, Ben, because of technical issues. There we go. I'll do that. That should be fine. Um, yeah, we're going to do the standard bits and bobs, then have the interview, then talk through the bid, and just, yeah, it's World Cup time. Okay, so Blood Bowl news. Uh, we already talked about the World Cup being announced, and that's probably the biggest news, but there is a couple of things to follow up on. So last time we looked at the Sylvans team and cheerleaders Kickstarter, and they've got five days to go at the moment, and they're at 18,000 against a target of 4,000. So they've smashed their goal, five days to go. 
Uh, it's a wood elf team with extras, basically. Uh, how much was the team last time, Ben? It £60? Pounds? Uh, yeah, six, uh, 60 euros. 60 euros. And there's a big pack for 80 euros, which includes even more goodies. Oh, yes. So uh, it's standard for third party. The team looks pretty cool. Um, I, I, I'm a fan. Yeah, I really like it. I mean, Succubus models are really nice. Like, I've seen quite a few. I know, um, I think it was the first team I ever played against was the uh, Succubus Vampire team from Rick. Oh, that was Rick, um, was it? Yeah, that was, um, yeah, really nice team. So they're really good quality models. Definitely yeah. worth a shout if you're looking for them. Are these, are they resin? Is this resin? Yeah, they were resin, I believe. Yeah. I, I think you could choose resin or metal. What? Cho uh, who chooses metal? I would choose metal because metal is just, metal. you know proper models uh he says i'm pretty sure it's resin it's definitely resin at least owning a 3d printer um yeah <laughs> anyway that seems cool so this episode will be going live on the 19th and it finishes i think on the 22nd so if you are hankering for a wood elf team then look that one up yeah tuesday march 22nd and the next one to check in on was the 3d fantasy football dugouts volume two now this is just stls but they have also smashed their target um 1500 quid uh, against target of 800 you know what with 13 days to go for stls that's not bad is it no that's that's good and you know yeah like this is really good I, i'm happy to see kickstarters um complete you know it's good for the hobby to have all these options coming out so you might yeah. see these at some tournament uh yeah definitely i mean the boards are quite cool it's a it's a it's a big print i think we talked about that last time didn't we yeah it's not a not a light print to do um, uh... <laughs> it take take some time and some filament but and resin if you're brave and some resin yeah nine pounds for a dugout and i think it was about 30 quid for all of them or am i making that up uh stretch goals 13 pounds 26 pounds for all the dugouts so there's a dwarf one there's i like the fact that you've got the, the bases in there as well uh the base toppers yeah. that is pretty like the good. uh skaven like this the rat man board yeah no i like that too uh ben what else is going on in the world of blood bowl then we talked world cup we talked about those two there's nothing from games workshop is there at the moment no not really we're still waiting on the more information on norse which i think you know we knew about that probably ahead of schedule oh um, just a little bit and... ahead of schedule, yeah. <laughs> but we do have adepticon coming up so yes who knows? you're exactly right so we are where are we with the 17 18 19 so adepticon is next weekend mm. when do they they normally post the um like we've got a preview thing is that normally on a sunday they announce they've got a preview thing for the following weekend Probably Sundays usually when they do their like announcement. What's coming up? So I don't know about you. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see on Sunday them say that next weekend we'll have lots of reveals because it's Adepticon. But I, they've not said anything yet. Hmm. Yeah, they haven't. Which is, I, I reckon we'll see something. They usually they've, they've always done something at Adepticon. Oops. Okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot. Are yeah. they going to release? Are they going to reveal Norse proper at Adepticon? I think they will have like a trailer for it. You know, when they do those little like cinematic things. I do love. I those. think that's what we'll see. I do love those. Maybe we should do those for the the Dungeon Dorset <laughs> uh, for the Dungeon Bowl Championship. Might have to see if I've got time. See if we can do that. Now, actually, there was one other bit of news, um, which is uh, the Safari Kickstarter. 
and the Savannah team. So this Kickstarter is insanely cool. I forgot to mention it because we've got some models here to look at. Now, I will do an unboxing review model video thing because these <laughs> are so good. Um, and Ben, I'll bring them to show you in person on Saturday. Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is a pretty epic Kickstarter. Um, 17 days to go, so it will wrap up on Monday, April the 4th. But uh, I'm sure we had a look at this. Did we have a look at this? Maybe we, we did. Yeah, I, I've definitely seen these. Okay. spoke about us in the podcast. Yeah, that's good. I do. I must have missed it off the show notes. Anyway, the complete Savannah team, £62. The giant elephant, four rhino dudes, two bully hippos, six chimpanzees, two bamboo runners, estimated delivery October. The elephant is very cool and they've got he's awesome they've got the sizing pretty right i mean you know me i like the big guys to be giant uh but this dude is a uh games workshop ogre scaled up to 110 115 percent okay that's good yeah that's it, a good size it's about the perfect scale uh I, I love it these models are super cool the hippos are cool the rhinos are just outrageous um like there's there's the cool thing about this is there's a ton of different team variations you've, you've got in there. Like, yeah. I back this immediately. So £62, you get the stuff. That's the only one there. Um, and the stretch goals, they've chucked in extra rhinos as well. Now, the rhinos look amazing. The elephant looks amazing. The hippos look amazing. The fact that the angry monkeys are the linemen may be the bit that only, like, that maybe some people don't quite like because they're not like big birdie and scary well I personally love them i'm gonna say college of beasts <laughs> if you're running exactly. dungeon Bowl. <laughs> exactly this is just custom made for college of beasts oh man yeah oh now i've painted up most of the college of beasts do i have time <laughs> to get i haven't <laughs> do i have <laughs> oh oh those guys as, back this. those guys as chaos warriors would be mm. pretty sweet how many meetings yeah. do I have tomorrow? <laughs> uh, can I get that? Ooh, I think I might. I think I'll try. Anyway, um, the sculpts are amazing. The Now, this is going to be 3D printed, I believe, quality resin. Um, and this is why we've got some models to look at already, is because... Is it 3D printed or is it... Have I made that up? Is it high quality resin? I'll tell you what, I can probably just look at it. They say I? high quality resin on the Kickstarter, but that could also mean 3D printing these days because printing is high quality resin. So, yeah, I think that's. I think yeah, it's 3D printed, but the only ringlets, Ben, mm. are on the feet, underneath the feet. That's incredible. I, yeah, I genuinely wouldn't. I didn't know, and that's quite cool that we got it live on the pod actually that I didn't know whether that was 3D printed or not. I mean, that's fantastic. And especially if there's no, like, um, pockmarks from supports, like, 3D printing's better than cast because you don't have to deal with mold lines and flash. So, yeah, that's that's a bonus if you can't even tell the difference. Oh, I've found a couple of support marks, tiny ones underneath the... Like, I've got to literally look up... Well-placed. ...up its skirt. Yeah, this is brilliant. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to doing the unboxing review for that because this is this is top quality. I love the mix of models, the fact you get the full whack. You can run this as a Blackhawk team. You can run this as a bunch of different teams, and that's what's so good about these third-party things. Um, but anyway, this is coming out on Saturday. I'm intending to do the unboxing review tomorrow, so you probably would have already seen the unboxing review before this comes out. Anyway, 
it's great. 17 days left to go and £70. They're at 4,000 out of a target of 800 and you've got until the 4th of April. So it just, I think, it, I think this is going to go down a treat and I've backed it. But now I've seen the models, I think I might actually have to get some more of the elephants and, and do, a, do a, an ogre team or something because it's just awesome. Absolutely awesome. Anyway, we've got the hopefully Norse team dropping next weekend. Um, and I think I think that's it for now. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be entirely honest with you. I'm so excited about the World Cup and having chatted <laughs> with the with the guys, I'm just like I'm buzzing. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with hobby. And we're back. So BT games, hobby, purchasing, buying, building. What have you been doing? I have had quite possibly the most productive week of hobby, I think, in my time miniature wargaming. Have you indeed? Yes. So we are soon to be recording Dungeon Bowl. Oh, yeah. And we were all getting some teams together. And um, we have kind of like broken it down. Um, like a few of us are doing different teams. You know, Milton's doing a couple of teams. I'm doing a couple of teams. You're doing a couple of teams. Um, and yeah, we've decided to thought I'll try a different style of painting. Do some College of Fire. I did some test things. I think we did a stream of um, one of the College of Fire things. Wasn't too happy with the method. It was quite slow. And I thought I'm going to look into some different methods of painting. And looked at some videos from Marco Frasoni, who I've followed for a long time. And he has some speed painting tutorials, and one of them in particular was for Necromunda Ganger doing the the lack, I think they were. And um trench coat boys. Yeah, no, no, it's Cordor. The ones that kind of look like quite culty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Cordor. Um and he was speed painting them with pretty much just the airbrush and then oils and kind of minimizing the amount of brushwork you do. Airbrushing's fast, it's not, you know, not accessible for, for everyone. But um, I think with time and get used to the tool, it's, it's incredible. And so I thought, you know, this is, I'm just going to crash course this. I'm going to sort of emulate a lot of the things he does. Not follow it exactly, obviously, um, but get some, get some tips. And I did this team. And in terms of painting, I probably spent about five hours painting and got the team done. That's insane. And, yeah. And it's, it's in like, it was over a week, but it was pretty much couple of hours and a couple of evenings there's probably six i'll say six hours six hours to finish it, including the basic because that, that was a bit on the extra yeah and i'm so happy with the team i think it's probably the best team i've painted and in the time and i'm just like i don't want to paint in any other style anymore this is like revolutionary <laughs> so i can't wait to do the next and now yeah. i'm going to try and remember to put the pictures you sent of that team up on the screen now um, but no promises for for the YouTube. <laughs> That's fine. They'll uh, be on YouTube. Yeah, yeah Hopefully, exactly. If you want to use them, they will definitely be on YouTube. Uh, because, like you said, we're recording. We start recording on Saturday, which is very cool. So hopefully, get a couple of games in. Um, I'm not gonna lie, going for three. Got another fancy camera. Uh, which, and even I've got now the fanciest of cameras that I have. So we should have a much better setup for recording and being able to get good zoom in shots and things like that. So uh, after. When I finally log off work tomorrow, I'll just take all the gear down into the dining room. Have I told Tiff this? Yes, Tiff does know this. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, and uh, 
and we get to record some dungeon ball and i'm i'm super psyched i know that milton is super psyched as well uh yeah and the fire team looks amazing milton's painted up uh metal and yeah, metal and heaven heavens which is they look super good i'm not far off i mean i'll be doing i'll be finishing the team tomorrow and probably saturday morning uh but the college of beasts um yep. using the fanath chaos using uh two of the brute fun croxagors like it's just been it's just been wicked like really enjoying this and i think what we'll do uh for the next pod ben depending on what news happens in between now and then is we'll talk about putting together dungeon ball teams because you know on paper it's it's not fun right and it's expensive and going from zero to dungeon ball team is pretty daunting but now i've put two together milton's put two together you've put two together we'll get trips on as well because he's done many actually it could be a really good opportunity to just talk through is there much of a barrier to entry uh there is but actually it kind of creates its own hobby thing like it does and that's that i don't think we really like explored that much i think we de- we definitely said oh you know oh you know any time to build a team is a great thing but actually this is this has been some of the, the most fun hobby for a while yeah it has i mean obviously without getting too much into the topic on today but like even for the teams we've been working on we we had discussions of just like oh what models can we use let's do this let's do this let's do this and then it's like yeah. oh, just look in the collection and pick out what models i have actually i can make a team from that from just like sort of spare positionals that i have lying around so yeah i think it's cool i think it'd be worth uh, getting together and chatting about um right other hobby things uh do i want to show off that mm, not quite yet i've got a couple of weeks till i can show that off i, I did some stuff in the background uh i've had an insanely busy work fortnight i'm um what, what how did i describe it to you earlier ben i'm transitioning in between roles uh, in between teams which is corporate speak for doing two jobs at once <clears throat> Uh, and that's uh I, I don't think i've ever i don't think i've ever worked so much as i have in the last few weeks which is great it's a superb to have a job i'm really happy with my job i'm really happy with the new project i'm going for uh but dude it's a lot of work and there is a lot of work to be done on the new project and i'm in that kind of transition space where no 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 one seems to be lined up to pick up the work i was doing well, you know like my team does some stuff and then when i leave i'm not sure where that stuff is going to go uh but anyway that's technically not my problem except it's always your problem so that's something that i've been spending a lot of time doing um that's just been off this week which has been quite nice uh she's been well into the animal crossing stuff again so it's kind of like being work 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 can i film a video yes absolutely uh so yeah went downstairs did some painting while she hosted a stream um on sunday i think that was oh, quite cool awesome. yeah it was good <laughs> it was good and um hobby top tip ben orange mm-hmm. I, i'm really happy with how this orange is coming out bugman's glow half okay. bug, half bugman's glow with troll slayer orange or fiery orange or whatever the heck that stuff made of water and wishes is mm. one coat and the base That's is good really good i'm just gonna i'm literally all i'm gonna do now is edge highlight uh with pure orange yeah and i'm really happy with the coverage that's nice that's definitely worth a try yeah orange is always a bit 
yeah. that. So see some great yeah. stuff on Whit Wednesday. Uh, like you know, Jelly, who's who sends stuff in almost every week. His orange is just unnecessarily good, and mm. uh, I'm like, I need to do a good orange because I've chosen to do the College of Beasts, and the College of Beasts paint scheme is basically the Cincinnati Bengals, which is orange with tiger stripes. And I'm like, yeah, that'll be fine. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get around to the tiger stripes, but I'm if I can get a nice bright orange, I think I'm going to be really happy anyway. Yeah, that's. I'm not far off, and I've got the brown contrast paint, and over okay. over Beastman, one coat over Wraithbone spray, amazing. Like to be mm. honest with you, they're basically done now. I'm going to pick out some more stuff because I can. They look fantastic. What you've shown already, yeah, absolutely fantastic. I'm happy, very happy with that, and you know, got some the models are great too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really good, really, really, really good. Uh, where are we now? So we're in March. Ben, what else is going on? What's going on with you? Anything exciting of note? Uh, not, not, not a huge amount at the moment. Um, just I'm, um, I'm all settled in. Um, I'm just really jazzed from the World Cup, you know. And I think we both are. Uh, you know, I was looking at Adepticon, right? And uh, I don't know if it's just because we've just agreed to go to like Spain. <laughs> do Adepticon some point? Yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> we should totally do Adepticon. Um, probably not the one that's next week, but. I don't think no. we, I don't think we could get that. I know this is a big event, so if we do the World Cup, I don't know. Could we do Adepticon and the World Cup in one year? That might be a bit much. How much time we get off? But yeah, yeah, because America is a little bit different than Spain. Like, yeah, Spain's a three, four-hour plane trip for us. Not even that, I don't think. America, that's a good eight hours. So that's a yeah, and jet lag. That's a whole day. Ah, jet lag's fine. You just don't sleep. Um, you know, maybe I tell you what, we could do the World Cup next year, and then we could do Adepticon the year after. That sounds good. Uh, that sounds good. We could do a. I'd all love to go. Oh, dude, Bonehead Podcast World Tour. Uh, yeah. Where else? Where could we go this year then? Now you're. We've got lots of tournaments on this year. I don't know. Does Wales count? <laughs> Wales is a foreign land. Yeah, we can go there. Technically, technically, is yeah. there? A, oh, I wonder if there's anyone's in Ireland. That could be quite cool. Wales is much easier and still, yeah, technically <laughs> counts as abroad. I personally think that like Sandbowl counts as being abroad. But yeah, that's I mean, mostly very there. Like that's... You have to travel there by boat. Uh, that's that's across water. I mean, that's mostly just because, you know, we like to tell Milton that he, he lives abroad now. Um, you know, and he's coming over on Saturday just to spend the whole day playing Blood Bowl, which is awesome. Uh, but I'm like, oh, are you excited about coming back to England, Milton? And he's like... Well, no emotions, because, <laughs> and that's why the challenge is so high. Uh, but no, so that's cool. And yeah, looking forward to playing some 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 DB this weekend, and playing with multicam setups again, and just better cameras, better lighting, same mics, but that'll probably be fine. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure there's other stuff going on. I feel really bad. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of. Like these things, they come around. But this, I feel like this this gap has felt longer than others, and I don't know why. But it has. It's weird. This this yeah. Sometimes it blitzes around between podcasts, and sometimes it's just like maybe because we've been painting teams. Yeah, we've been actually we've got a lot done. Actually it's doing like, stuff. Didn't you go to yeah. club as well? Did you go to club? Oh, I did. I had a game against Simon at club. Uh, I had a league game, which was good because I like never do league, um, <laughs> and. Yeah, and yeah, managed to play my nobility against his ogres and got hammered three one. <laughs> so, dude, Simon, Simon's ogre team is outrageous. I thought I won. I thought I had it in the bag. I, it was one all at half time. 
Um, I had Ooh, taken wow. out a whole bunch of Noblars. It was good. He only had like four left. And I was setting up what to, um, yeah, to receive. And had the ball and just screwed it. I had one, I had a blitzer with dodge. It was a blodging blitzer. He rolled double one on a dodge. And from there, it just went downhill. I just could not come back. Ended up having to do really horrible plays to try and make stuff work. Nope. But what did happen? Oh, sorry. I would actually say I suffered uh, two deaths oh, and three MNGs. No, sorry. Two, yeah, three NMGs. Two of them were stat loss. Oh, my God. So I think I might be retiring this team. Yeah. I'm just going on the next one because That's... it... Yeah, I can't come back. That is... Mm. Oh. One edge busted guy and one strength busted guy. And then the other one is just mixed in. If, if they're just linemen, then that's absolutely fine. Uh, one's a thrower. It's the edge busted thrower, which oh, really sucks. Oh, that is, he's, very, he's a very expensive lineman now. Yeah. yeah. Um, the rest of the linemen, but... Now, still. if this was the start of the league, you could play it through. But the, the, the league's like, I think, what, half, three quarters of the way done now? It's nearly end. It's nearly yeah, end. You would need... Yes, that's what? That's... That's three games you've lost. That like, there's three games you're behind Absolutely. in that yeah. regard. Oh, that's tough. Ah. It's just a really rough second half. Yeah, I did manage though to pull out a handoff to a thrower who then walked it around and threw it to a blitzer who went through like a gap in his defense and uh, scored, which oh. did feel really good because I love a good passing play. Yeah, stretch, and my goal play. is always. Yeah, it's, with nobility is it's, it's kind of like so an achievement good. unlocked. It's like I can it we is. can still do this. I know you've got a thing about nobility passes as well. You're like throwers. No, we can throw. <laughs> they have pass, running pass, catch. <laughs> you pay for it, so you need to use it. The, tell you so. what, one thing I think is hilarious is we look at the nobility throw and we're like, oh, that thing's garbage. When passing three plus is the same as human throwers used to be for years, like yeah. decades. Human throwers. <laughs> quick pass on a three plus and now even in the world we're passing on everybody else has got worse we look at that dude and we're like you're not a real thrower get yeah, it yeah he's probably yeah, yeah. Like, what is this <laughs> uh and ben's like no 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 i got this um, he's got i think seven completions under his belt so yeah. he's doing well yeah so accurate then he already has it yeah i gave, I gave him accurate for this game and then he scored a few more um which was good so oh i love that yeah. dude oh, I, I do I miss playing league. Like my Tuesdays have not lined up. I've been in London uh, for most of them. Uh, this week I didn't go because I was in New Milton Keynes, and then Tuesday night was basically my only opportunity to to see Tiff, and she's on leave this week, so it seemed a bit rude to me to be like, "Hey, nice to have you home. I'm going to go play Blood Bowl." So I kind of had to skip that one. Um, should be able to go next week, but I don't know whether we are in the league. Oh, oh it's so good talking about. Oh, I just want to play some Blood Bowl. And you know what? On Saturday, I will. And I will bring you and show you some of these beast things, Ben. I'm just going to chuck mm. a box at you when, I, when we meet you. Uh, <laughs> Doing a little handoff and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is cool. This is cool. Right. Uh, what we're going to do now is we are going to cut to the interview because it is the most exciting bit. And then Ben and I will be back after the interview to talk about how great the interview was. And then what we're going to do is we're going to look through the bid um, because it makes sense to do that out we're going to do the interview first because it is just too exciting not to do so you can do that then we can go through the stuff that we kind of some of it we talked about in the interview some of it we didn't and we get an opportunity to just look at and see what they've organized so over to the interview
Okay, so big news at the weekend. Um, well, going into the start of the week, World Cup 5 for Blood Bowl has been brewing up for a long few years. And we are so lucky today to be joined by Akko and Olvedar, two of the superb team of people that put together the Alicante bid and are going to be hosting the World Cup in Spain. So guys, thank you very, very much for coming on and talking to us today. Hugely appreciate it. How are you both doing? All right? Right. Uh, first of all, thank you for the time and the support you're giving us and the chance to chat to, to, to foreign people that we, I'm sure they have a lot of questions to, to think about the, the World Cup. And we are trying to give you as many info as we can because people need to plan ahead to come to, to the World Cup. And I really recommend them to start planning soon because uh, Alicante is a rather too big zone and there are a lot of people both from Spain and foreign people that come here for holidays. So in case you're thinking about coming to the World Cup, uh, please move. Please look for please look for for lodging, look look for traveling because uh, that's uh, quite busy in the dates we are we are chosen. I'm not surprised because it, to look at it, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, my wife has already been looking on the holiday area to kind of, she's all, she's already there. Like it's fantastic in her mind. And I know we've, we're trying to get Ben's uh, girlfriend to come along as well. Not so sure oh, she, about that. <laughs> she she mm. likes Spain, but Blood Bowl is a little bit <laughs> like, that takes more. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. It took me like five years to get Tiff on board with that. But, Anyway, talking about Blood Bowl, um, would you um, just introduce yourselves and, and talk about how you got into Blood Bowl? Okay. Uh, my name is Juanma. I'm my, also known as Ulvardar. And I've been playing Blood Bowl from, since 1989. That's the date uh, Blood Bowl came to Spain. Wow. And uh, Sifaco, uh, her name is Maria, and she started playing in 210, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at least I met you there on <laughs> that day. And uh, yes, uh, well, we've been playing for a long time and we, we've been enjoying so many tourneys, so many leagues. And uh, I would say my favorite team is maybe Skaven. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> you're in good company. That's... I'm super happy with that. Akko, what's mm -hmm. your what's your favorite Blood Bowl team? Akko, Negromantic. Oh, okay. Oh, very nice. Okay, <laughs> that's good. That's some good she teams. Something, she has something for werewolves. Yeah. Oh, that's we're we're on the same camp on that. <laughs> or heavy men, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, yeah, sure. <laughs> that's um, that's fantastic. Thank you very very much. So, um. You were very kind to allow us to have you some of your time. So we we put together some questions and a bunch of our viewers jumped on and sort of said, what about this? What about this? So we kind of put the list together because we're hoping to hit the most important points, the most important questions that, um, well, at least our, our viewers have got. BT, would you hit us on hmm. with the first question, please? Yes, first question we have is um, when will dates and prices be confirmed? Yes, so tickets and dates, are they ready now? Mm. Yeah. Ticket uh, dates are already known. Uh, Nav uh, wanted to ask to, uh, to 
to choose September as the month to celebrate, to host the World Cup. So we thought a second weekend about the, it's the right time to celebrate it because of weather, because of it's out of the high hotel occupation. So there are more lodging options and it will be held on 7, 8, 9 and 10 of September 2023. Uh, seven is Thursday, and in, we will celebrate the opening ceremony uh, next to the sea in the port of Alicante, in a very nice place where we will join, uh, say some words, and I expect some authorities to be there, and also some NAF representatives that will open the World Cup, and then uh, Friday eight. Saturday 9 and Sunday 10, we will play the World Cup. And Sunday night, we will celebrate, the, we will give prizes and celebrate the end and close the World Cup and, and enjoy together. Mm. Yeah, it sounds really good. Sounds amazing. That, that first night is going to be so dangerous. Uh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, all all three days you could be playing with a hangover, which I think is um I think is going to be pretty likely. But that's fantastic. So the dates are confirmed: seventh through tenth of September. That is set in stone, so we can start booking flights, booking holidays. I may have already booked my time off work. Just you know, I was like, let's get that in there. Um. Prices for the tickets, uh, or the tickets to be able to be bought. Wh when when are we available? When are they going to start to be available? Any ideas? Uh, well, uh, let's see. Uh, the the process is has to be to, to be discussed with NAP. Uh, we know they want us to to start on December to open the regist the registration for the event, and we think it's going to to be open to six months before before the NAF World Cup starts. So we think uh, it's going to be able to, to join the World Cup from December to, to March, probably. Yeah, mm -hmm. March, about March, maybe April. Sure. Uh, but NAF is going to give us some guides about it. Uh, before we, the, the years finish, before the end of 2022, the registration process will be open and the, the rules will be published and you will be able to join. And we don't know how long it's going to be, but at least three months. So okay. people can plan and take some time to organize their teams, their squads, and send them and plan their life and their holidays, their flights, and so on. That's oh, perfect. That's a, that's a pretty decent amount of time. It's being announced now, so that's nine months at least until the tickets go on sale. And then if you've got them on sale, then that gives us it gives us a year and a half to plan, which with Blood Bowl coaches is probably just about enough time, I think. Um, I, I like that it's going to be so far in advance. Um, Blood Bowl tends to be very last minute a lot of the time. And with an event this size, you can't have that. So I love the timelines. I think that's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you very much. BT. Uh, yeah, speaking of like, and you mentioned three days, the opening ceremony and the, the beach and that. This is a massive undertaking. So importantly, why on earth did you want to host this? <laughs> why? 
<laughs> let's say uh, we're going back to 2019 before the fourth World Cup started, and we were when they chatting and and having a drink and so on. We and I've been running a tourney here for 15 years, and she said to me, "I want to organize a tournament," and I told her, "That's a lot of work. Uh, have you considered it?" Uh, enough and she told me yeah I want to organize a big tournament and I say really uh, yeah what about the a national team tourney and in that moment uh, there were no not all national tournaments enough has uh, created national tournaments lately but uh, I told her there's no national tournament and she said, what's bigger than a national tournament? <laughs> the World Cup. And I say, yeah. what the f <laughs> But she gathered some guys, some friends, and I thought, well, my friends will dismiss her and she will forget. And my stupid friend said, yeah, the World Cup. And I said, what the f and here we are. <laughs> that's all, that's the truth. The truth. That's the story. It's it's a World Cup that's that was born from a bit of love and a lot of madness. And here, there, and we have to work a lot because you wanted to organize a tourney for twenty people. <laughs> and now there it's might gonna be a be... couple more than yeah. yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be two thousand now. Two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, a thousand, a hundred times bigger than you were wanted on first day. But we have to do it anyway. <laughs> so it was purely just out of you wanted to do something big and you thought, let's just go for the World Cup. We can do that. Um, you, 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 I mean, you're, you're aware how like big the World Cup is. And something we wanted to ask is, we know the last World Cup had some quite significant difficulties. So... Do you have any ideas to sort of like maybe address those or work around those? Uh, the last World Cup has a lot of, have some difficulties. And uh, Thorsten, that was running Tohurub, that was running the World Cup, was kind enough to tell us about the problems we, he, he had to face. Uh, we are going to try to have a, a more tested um, um, the software app. Yeah, software. Yeah. And we are going to skip a blue ball fields that cannot be transported by plane. And uh, we are going to, to try to work harder, as much hard, as harder as we can in, uh, to give everyone the best experience they can, they can have. Uh, we don't know the internal problems they will have, but uh, he has advised us about uh, what we shouldn't do and we think we can run a, a smooth event with no many trouble and in case some problem comes we have a great team that has that is ready to to affront it that's fantastic two seconds guys recording we're recording i just need to do a thing very 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 quickly I realized I was looking off the side of the event. That's no good at all. There we go. That's this arm, so that's fine. 
go. Are we good? We're good. Fantastic. Thank you very, very much. That's brilliant. Ben, take it away. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so um, what will be so great about this World Cup being in Alicante? Uh, so oh. like in terms of the local um, sort of attractions, local events or local, you know, the scenery. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, we know we have published uh, the bid. The bid has published, uh, and everybody has seen uh, the coast, the beach, the sun. Uh, we've had it's a very hot place. Yeah, it is. It's summer in Spain, and it's hot. <laughs> but uh, we know there are so many things to do in Alicante. In case you want to come here with your family, with your relatives and enjoy some days here. Uh, we have beach, of course, we have sun, we have uh, nature, in case you prefer to go inside into the into the inner side of the province. We have a lot of friendly people, uh, a city devoted to tourism with so many pubs, so many restaurants, so many activities to do. You can travel around because most uh, of the Costa Blanca area is devoted to tourism too. So there are many places you can visit. We have castles, we have uh, museums, we have shops, we have so many things to do in Alicante if you want to come here. And even if the climate is hotter than in, in England or in Northern countries, uh, people do not burst in flames on the streets. And people do not melt on sweet <laughs> puddles. So just come, uh, relax, try the food, try the, the activities, try the live, relax. We think it's a very nice place to come here after last years. We globally have gone through much uh, pandemics, troubles, uh, economical trouble, and um, you can have a great experience here. You can relax, go to beach uh, at night with your couple or with your wife, have a drink, sit next to the sea, uh, or in case you prefer to attend the World Cup with your family, we encourage you to do it. Um, because... So you mentioned before um, that, you know, you've got the opening ceremony like on the beach and things like that. Are there, what sort of local opportunities are there in Alicante for people to do? What to do in Alicante? What to do in Alicante in case you want to plan some extra days mm. playing blue ball and having some a few days here with us? You can travel around and know different places, different cities. You can visit the castle. You can visit uh, the local shops and so on. You can go inside and enjoy nature. We have uh, about 45 driving uh, to some natural waterfalls. You can dive in, you can go hiking, you can do anything you want. There's nature, there's beach, there's sun, there's pubs. You can enjoy the night. Nightlife in Alicante is so rich, both for younger and for older people. Uh, there's a lot of disco and partying and, and all younger attendees will enjoy it. And there are options for more family people that prefer to go out, have a nice drink in our pub, and just enjoy the, the, the fresh night. That's and fantastic. you can get time. 
<laughs> most, most UK people never get stunned. So that's a chance you can you can you can do something new. <laughs> ah, that's pretty. Yeah, in the dorm, we know what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the city, and once our our web is open, we are going to get a lot of info from the local town hall, offering so many activities for for our attendees and we'll try to find the discounts and offers on them. You can visit aquariums, you can even swim with a dolphin if you want. Oh, um, wow. In, yeah. Oh, wow. In front, of Alicante, in front of Alicante, there's a little island, the smallest uh, inhabited island on Spain, a Tabarca Island. You can go there by ship or by uh, sailing. And you can uh, do scuba diving there because Incredible. it's a natural reserve for fishes. Oh, uh, wow, wow. You have to be careful because there were sharks some years ago, <laughs> but that's uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing to care about. Could be dolphins, <laughs> could be fish, no, also it's, sharks. It's, it's, a very, it's a very lovely place because it's so, it's like a little fisherman community. You can visit it and you can scuba dive in there. Oh, you can try the the local gastronomy that is so different from UK. Uh, uh, the Spanish ham, the Spanish omelette, the, the Spanish food is so different from UK. Oh, I'm so and looking forward to. I the remember food. traveling to England in 1994, and I loved to try new things. So I think uh, foreign players that come to the World Cup should try to to know a bit about us and uh, about the way we enjoy it oh you are far too nice i thought you were going to say i traveled to the uk tried the food and was just disappointed <laughs> because i would understand <laughs> yeah spanish spanish food is uh is somewhat um just just a, a refined lot, a isn't lot, it a, yeah it's a lot classier and exciting yeah. than english food now that's fantastic my wife is planning on coming and i just wanted to make sure that while i was playing blood bowl for three days she was going to have enough to keep her entertained and it sounds like it's a heck of a location so it sounds beautiful that's brilliant mm. yeah and in case you want to come to the world cup with your family, with your wife, with your family, or she wants to visit one day to see what you are really doing when you say you are playing with little toys. <laughs> she can do it. She just has to take a bus that will be scheduled in the, in our web and visit us and come for free. See you, enjoy the place, and say so. You really play with little little toys? Yes, I do. And then we go to shopping again. Uh, <laughs> Never be more validated when it's not just you, but two thousand other people too. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. that's that proves that it's fine. Exactly. Uh, earlier, you mentioned uh, new software being developed. Do you have any um, kind of information on that uh, at the moment? Well, right now we are we are trying to develop the software as fast as we can, but being careful about mistakes and testing every step so much. We know software was one problem in, in World Cup 4, yeah. and we don't have we don't want to have that kind of problem. So we think in about four months or so the software will be finished and will be uh, offered to any attorney that wants to test it. What do you think about 
Yeah, so we tournament are, organizers can have, have Spain, a but uh, yeah. we are going to offer it to international tournaments too. Oh, incredible. Yeah, we should definitely give that a go because we've got a few tournaments um, planned next year. So, yeah, yeah we've got um, loads planned. So, that would be, yeah, yeah that <laughs> could be absolutely amazing. Um, and I'm sure that there'll be lots of people who take you up on the offer of giving it a go and trying it and seeing it. And I, I think it's a superb idea because mm, you're yeah. very, you're very right. That was one of the things that, um, went a bit squiffy, didn't go to plan for the last World Cup. So um, having that time to make sure it's absolutely perfect, absolutely superb on that one. Yeah, that's 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 brilliant. That's brilliant. Um, I'm just going to jump to the next question, Ben, because I've got it here now. Right? Yep. Uh, so um, can you tell us any more about the special miniature that's going to come with uh, with your ticket that you're going to that's going to be available on the day? Um, do you know what it is yet? Can you tell us? Is it still a secret? No, it's not a secret at all. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Mm, as you have you've seen our logo, there's a bull on it. So yeah. bull wool has been uh, the most mythical animal for all the Mediterranean cultures since uh, 3,000 years ago. And it's a, a very mythical Spanish animal too. It's nothing related to bullfighting or so on. It's just uh, our culture is so um, embroidered with with bulls. So we thought uh, Dorbin made a peer. We're <laughs> going to do a bull. And what this, how to get a bull into Blood Bowl. So we are going to do a minotaur. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was really hoping it was leading to that. Yeah, like, we're oh. gonna, we've got a bull. We're going to do a thrower. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we, well, Spain is known for having oranges and paella and so on. But we thought uh, a PR and now I am an orange is not going to be serious. So a miniature would be oh, more that's incredible. We hope Games Warsaw do not release Grasnack Black Hoof before the World Cup, so you can use it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm sure it will be better. Oh, that's yeah. that's perfect. So we've got a Skaven coach, we've got a Necromantic coach, and they're releasing a Minotaur. I am <laughs> your favorite. <laughs> I'm so happy. This is perfect. And, and we have a little halfling back there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's absolutely superb. Um, okay, so moving to the event itself. Um. Do you have any more information on on how the event is going to be structured? Uh, it's going to be a, a team tournament. How many players in a team? Things like that, so we can start planning. You know, our teams. Yeah. Uh, uh, usually, the World Cup is run uh, on three days: Friday, Saturday, and and Sunday. And we are going to play three games each day. So it's a grand total of nine nine games. And teams will be structured in uh, six players' squads that will confront each other. And once you are into your squad, you will play the, the opponent with a similar score that you have. So the best of a squad one plays the best of a squad two, and yeah. so on. Uh, six team squads with the chance to have a reserve. Ah, brilliant. So, so in so case one there. of your players is one of your mates he sits <laughs> or it's tired or has a, a big Hanover, uh, yeah. the reserve comes in. 
And in case there are more than one player with Hanover, um, we, are, we will provide substitutes from our volunteering team to cover those, those blanks. So in case your team is just five players for a round, we will give you the chance to add your reserve and also one of our volunteers to give you the chance to compete and the, the opponent team has the chance to play. There are not going to be people that skips a game because there's no rival. That's okay? brilliant. That's absolutely so perfect. Nobody's going to find himself or herself uh, with two hours ahead with nothing to do. That's they will have the chance to play anyway. That's good. That's one of the biggest things to worry about is going and traveling to a big event and not getting a game. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. We, depending on how uh, we, hungover we, we you are. It's, it, it has to be so frustrating because it happens if, uh, to us in local tournaments and it's uh, really uh, disappointing. I've, I've come here from 200 miles away and uh, I'm just sitting here and waiting and watching the rest of my teammates playing. That's not that's not good. In yeah. case you travel from the other side of the world, it has to be really annoying. So we are going to do our best to cover those blanks. Uh, we have instructed our volunteers to bring the teams here. Nothing so competitive, but you at least get a game. You might find playing as to... Uh, no three halfling team or yeah. similar, but at least you have the chance to play to give the points to your team. Yeah, and and do not waste your time. Mm. That's that's superb. Okay, so the most exciting thing about tournaments uh, is the rules, the the skills you can give your players, how big a team you can go. Uh, when um, what kind of timeline uh, can we expect to to see the rules pack for the World Cup? Uh, the most exciting inside of a tourney is uh, drinking for some of my I don't care about rules. Yeah, <laughs> is there beer? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, rules. Rules. Right now we are we are going through a lot of changes in rule sets. Uh, Games Workshop is releasing new star players. Changing rules, we expect the Norse team soon, yep. and we have to to evaluate it carefully and try not to to create a rule set that is not fair for everyone. Yeah. So people uh, waits for Norse team to to get out, and they find a, a bonus roster. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. It's changed. So we just yeah. need uh, seeing how tourneys deal with the new star players rules uh, with a lot of more controls in every uh, roster and so <laughs> on and we'll have a, a rule set soon but we are we have to consider so many things and so many changes that we are going through and uh, then we have going to have uh, next month we expect new fac from games workshop uh, yeah, and May. Yeah, probably yeah. in November we will have a new fact too. Yeah, and uh, that can be so important to consider when we create uh, the rule set, but uh, as soon as possible. Oh, That's all we can say by now. No, we no, no. And we are, we are, we are checking how national and foreign tourneys are dealing with so much, and we'll find a, a fair rule set. 
Yeah, we in a, seen in a game that is designed to be unfair from the start. That's it, because you've got to consider that when there's you know two thousand people who've been playing the game in slightly different ways. You know, with tournaments with slightly different rule sets, with uh, allowing star players, not allowing star players. Um, honestly, we all just want to get practicing uh, so that we can win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we're, we're, we're hosting a few tournaments next year. It would be really great for us to be able to host a tournament and use the World Cup rule set. Uh, we've got a big tournament in February next year uh and we're kind of like well that would be really great if our coaches could use the the world cup rule set get some practice in any, any case uh, the moment we open the the resist the registration the rule set will be set and no more oh, changes definitely. will be allowed so yeah. uh, uh you can expect to have it this year Oh, but wow, uh, we don't we can't say now if it will be september october december but once the registration opens you have the chance to present your roster and in that moment the rule set will be set and won't change no matter what against words of two that, that's perfect i think that's an excellent choice ben how do you think that do you think that's a good shout oh that's fantastic yeah it'll be like it'd also be good to sort of you know get feedback you know in case that's that's of any interest i know it's hard to change everything because you said it's going to be set in stone but it'll be good for one for practice and two just to like you know be like oh we noticed this this came up and it's tough to prepare for so it's yeah it's really exciting um I'm... so if for example the rules came out in december after the november fact then you've kind of got a good a good clear run then and you can ignore may and mm. go with it then because where you've got such an expensive event with travel and everything you want you like you said you need to get those rules locked in if um if a team is released in may next year and it's new or it's different would that mean we couldn't run it for the world cup or is it a case of we'll have to wait and see uh, that's something we can we can say yeah because uh, there, it's not just that uh, it's released by game workshop but it has to be approved by NAF. that is true yeah that's a really so, good point uh, it's enough that uh, will tell us if we have to use the old or the new version of a team uh, i think that's... we can we can decide it on our own because they they are they are the the governing from, body, yeah, the yeah. sponsor that yeah. of the event, and, and the rules have to be applied. So we will discuss with them, and uh, we hope that if there are changes, they they advise us about applying them or not. Or not. In so that's enough to enough decision anyway. That's perfect. That works great. Uh, we have we got another question, Ben. Yeah, I mean, this is of, of a lot of interest to us as content creators. Um, but have you considered streaming live games of the World Cup? You, you have to be there. <laughs> you have to be there. Not only you, but any streamer that wants to come from any way, from any place of world, is welcome. Uh, consider that we are expecting about 200 or 2,000 to 2,500 people. Uh, that's going to be so big. It's probably the biggest 
a Blood Bowl event in history. Yes, it is. Much bigger than so, 20, Akko. Much bigger um, than 20. Maybe my, my, my memory is bad, but I don't think there's... Ha, there, no, nothing so big. No. Um, we know... There's a, we know there's a lot of people excited in Spain about it, and we know there's a lot of foreign people excited about it because they are. Uh, we we have three crazy days with so much uh, WhatsApp, uh, Telegram, mails, <laughs> uh, Facebook uh, calls. Uh, people is is loving this around the world. And we expect to have so many people. So any streamer that wants to come and, and work with us, we thank you, all of them, to come and cover the event and give us some some the chance to, to be around the world. That's come here and stream everything you want. <laughs> yeah, that would be great because, I mean, there's... You have two, two and a half, two thousand, two thousand five hundred people probably likely. I think it's going to be twenty five hundred. I think it's going to be two, two and a half thousand. But there's, there must be millions of Blood Bowl players out there. And if we can share the World Cup, share some of the games, share some of the excitement with those people who are who can't travel, you know, because it's too far, or they're working, or they've got young families, or whatever. If they can't do it. It'll be amazing to share that with them. So I'm so happy that you guys are happy to let people be involved because more Blood Bowl is more better. And I think, you know, if we can share the World Cup games, just amazing. Um, so we kind of move on to a few of the last viewer questions now. Um, you said you've got a great team uh, and you want, you know, streamers can help, which is brilliant. But what else is there that people can do to help? How can we help you? Uh, with the event, we're getting ready for the event, running the event. How can people help? How can people help? Uh, I will tell you that the biggest help we get is uh, to come here and enjoy it. Deal. To be part of the experience, come, enjoy, uh, play, uh, have fun, uh, relax. and uh, and. But in case you want to help, uh, just uh, find some other five crazy guys like you, <laughs> form a squad and travel to Spain and play the Blue Ball uh, World Cup in Alicante. I think, uh, I think that we are open be done. to any kind of help, uh, both from from local companies, both from, from foreign companies. But uh, we have a great team and we are going to try our best to cover any problem that may arise. Uh, we are so thankful because people uh, give us their support, their their breath, their words. Go on, go ahead. This is going to be great, and that's that help us so much. For because we've got uh, we have uh, better and worse days like everyone, and there are days that say I'm so fed up with this, <laughs> but uh, people do not let us mm, give up. Perfect. And that's a great help. Just a great writing us and telling us in any media, go on, we are going to go. That's energy for us. And that's a great help uh, in any kind of event you are organizing. That is brilliant. Well, we'll, we'll be there. And I'm sure that thousands of Blood Bowl coaches will be there as well. Um, now, when it comes to making a team, uh, when you build your squad, um, 
it can be formed of uh, of anybody and what if uh, what if there's a squad that can only be put together of four people for example what if you can't get six um i know you're going to have spare players is that still okay what would you advise people to do okay uh, we've said that the squads are six members and a possible extra player but in case you are not six uh, just get here and uh, register and play. We are going to form a pool of players because not everyone comes with six friends. And you will be open to choose players from that pool to complete your squad. It doesn't have to be the same country. It doesn't have to be the same nationality. You can get some friends from another place, another, well, look, that's a, and join our squad yeah why not and everyone will be play will play in six members squads there will be a, a pool of players that do not, do not have a squad so you can choose and in case those players are not chosen they will gather in a squad in a squads and in case there's a squad that can get to six members we will provide a volunteer to complete it Wonderful. So there's no problem uh, about having. Sorry about the helping. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> uh, we won't have. A, there's no problem uh, about having multiple countries in a, in the same squad or similar. Brilliant. That's super. So if if some people are traveling on their own, can they let you know and they become part of that pool? Like if people are moving on their own, but they then be able to join other teams. So can people register? as like I'm registering as a solo player. I would like to join other squads. Is that possible? Sure. In case they in case they want to to get you, you are free. If they accept accept you, you are free to join any squad. Awesome. Uh, you can do it with your friends. Uh, different countries. This is not Euroball. There are not national teams. There are not uh, country teams. It's free to join any squad and play with your friends. Whether you have uh, your usual friends from your local area, or in case you want to play with uh, foreign. Uh, friends that you've not seen for years and well, that's a good chance yeah. to play with, with my German friends or my friends' friends. Uh, that's another chance. That's superb. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, we've got one more viewer question, um, which was um, we've seen the pack, we've seen the prizes. Uh, will there be a, a prize or an award for the best coach of each race? Mm. Um, someone asked this and I thought it was, it was a good question. Yeah. Yeah, there's going. That, that was a little surprise, but <laughs> yes, there's going to be a reward for the best team of each race. So in case you have a an Argal team or a or a Goblin team that you like so much, you want to play it, and you say, "I'm not going to get a, I'm not going to go to win the World Cup with Nargal." Okay, but you can compete for the top Nargal coach. Yeah. So there's going to be a, a reward, a prize for the best team of each race. Absolutely superb. Um, ben, did you have any other questions for our wonderful guests today? This is only one, and I did ask you this before the pre-recording. So I just this is just for the viewers' benefit. But this is a personal question, and I've been to a few events that are very hot, and Alicante is even hotter. Um, <laughs> is there like is is this is this venue going to be you know spacious and you know cool enough to play but lots of games of blood bowl air conditioning? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> hot. That's something 
in fact, it's it's so easy to go to to combat hot. Just get a beer. <laughs> but uh, as most people can be drinking all day, well, if they are Spanish, they can. But in case uh, people is worried about uh, the heat, the venue is fourteen thousand square meters, and that's a lot of space. So in case uh, three thousand people gathers there, you are not going to feel hot. It's a, a big place with about 12 meters high. So we expect heat dissipates there. And there's going to be air conditioning in, in Thursday zones because you can get a, such a big place cold with air conditioning. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's uh, we think it's going to be uh, cold enough. In case you want to enjoy Alicante, Alicante, it's hot in summer. But... Uh, all you have to do is skip the central time of the year of the day. So you can go out at 10, 11 a.m., enjoy the place, go to the beach, uh, do whatever you want, get your meal, go in, have a nap, or the typical Spanish siesta. And then <laughs> is, the, is the siesta the, in the schedule? It is. It's about 6 p.m. or so on, you can get out again. Uh, weather is much cooler than in the than 4 p.m. and you can enjoy the day uh, and the night. Night gets Lovely. so much fresh and it's uh, full of different options for people. Uh, you can go out, shop, uh, have a drink, have a dinner whenever you want, enjoy the beach at night, and so on. Uh, I can so that. The, trick, the trick to to survive. Alicante is to skip uh, about three central time of the day. <laughs> Absolutely Fun. wonderful. Well, look, guys, thank you so much for your time. That's all of our questions. Is there anything else you guys wanted to, to talk about before we uh, we let you go back to your evening? Yeah, we want to thank you, you both, for your time, for your help, for your support. And we want to tell everyone to come here and know us. We know there's a lot of topics about the Spanish. We are noisy, we are loud, we are great drinkers. You, you are we... just describing English people as well, I have yeah, to say. We're all, yeah, that's yeah. Europe, we're all uh, European. We, but, <laughs> we are so friendly and so open, so open to, to other people. So we expect uh, you come here, mix with us, know us, let us know you, and, and join together and, and have a great time. It's a great moment to go over all we've gone through last years. Yeah. It's a time to reborn and, and breathe and gather energy and forget uh, what, what happens or what has happened. So try us. We are so excited about it and we would love to get you there and share the World Cup with any of you. Fantastic. Akko, Olvidar, thank you very, very, very much. Okay, so awesome to get to, to meet both of those. Uh, it's not the whole team. There are more people behind it, and I think it's really important that we, we recognize that. And as we go through the pack, there is a page and a half dedicated to the initial key players but as uh as as they both said like 
there's a big team behind this, but it is so cool um, to meet them. And hopefully we got some of your questions answered. BT, I'm I'm super excited. I'm so jazzed. That was so much fun talking to them. Um, oh. I just, I can't get over how just passionate they are about this. They, yes. they, these are just Blood Bowl fans wanting to put on the best Blood Bowl show. And I just think that's awesome. Like, it's not something they're just like, oh, let's just run this as like an event. Let's just run an event. Yeah, it's like, no, we no... want this to be... I want this to be Blood Bowl. There's, there's no airs and graces. This is not like, oh, are we going to try and do this, 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 this. This is just like, mm. we just want people to come and play Blood Bowl. Like, we want to keep it chill. Like, I, I really like that about the rule set. That, like, we want this to be easy so that people can just come and focus on enjoying life, enjoying the city, having a beer, playing some games. And I'm like, this is, ah, oh, this is a really cool way to live. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the pack. It won't take very long, um, but it does cover most of the stuff. So the pack is, they've probably linked it to some of the NAF social media. If not, go to thenaf.net and click in random places until you find them. Um, no, they're not difficult to get to. And it's also worth having a look at the Leon one. Uh, the Leon was the French bid that didn't quite get it, but they put together an excellent pack as well. Um, and how the World Cup bidding process is, is if you want to run the World Cup, you get a group of people together, you put a big tourist brochure. It's basically a business case yeah. um, together with costings and everything. And these guys have put together an incredibly good plan. So this is going to be in Alicante, located on the Mediterranean coast and has the honor of just it's so good. So we're going to have a look at the pack and we can kind of expand on some of the things in here because now we've had the conversation with them. So the location itself. Ah, oh, dude, it looks lush. Like, have you been? No, I've not. I don't have. Have I ever been to Spain? I think I've been to Spain. I've been to loads of areas around Spain but not actually Espana. Have you? Uh, yeah, yeah. We've done Alicante a couple of times. Uh, we, we've done a few areas in Spain. Usually you fly to Alicante, especially going to like the south. So have seen it. It's gorgeous. So gorgeous. Um, you know, it's not like a top holiday destination for no reason, right? So it's, yeah, absolutely incredible place to go. And the fact it's in Alicante, which is where you fly to, is yeah. super convenient. That is so convenient. I guess and they've even got like a page in this brief, which is like listing all the places you can fly directly from in Europe. So, I mean, there's a lot of major airports there. So, oh my God, did you see page five? I don't know why, but there are knights jousting. I've missed that. <laughs> <laughs> it makes like that... the medieval theme park. <laughs> there's a medieval theme park, the castle of the oh, Count of Alphas. <laughs> he did say there was a castle. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, whenever Incredible. Tiff and I travel, we always try and find a castle, which is amazing and probably one of the main reasons I, I married her. Um, but like <laughs> a dedicated medieval theme park that recreates medieval combats and offers a dinner show to its visitors. Make... <laughs> oh my God, we've got to do that then. We've got yeah. to do that. Like, I, I'll jazz you. We've got to do this. This is amazing. Like, We've got to do that. <laughs> That's on the list. Okay, so Thursday night, right, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. But... Oh. Tiff is going to love that as well. Oh, yes. This is good stuff. I'm even more excited. This is just going to be the best holiday ever. It will, yeah. Um, this is, the, yeah, I think that's kind of the vibe. Uh, you've got the Costa Blanca by night, all the stuff. It is just, 
we'll go through the six reasons and then i'm just going to gush a little bit ben and you can mm-hmm. you can judge or jump on um okay six reasons to choose the spanish bid some great points in here this is why we're gonna have a look at this so because the spanish community of active naf members is one of the biggest in the world uh, and all of these members would attend and collaborate in the celebration of the world cup so this is something that i don't know we probably have never really talked about but actually spain and france two of the biggest blood bowl communities out there like probably as big as england maybe a little bit yeah i don't know maybe even bigger um but you always see some great tournaments coming out of spain and you know they've put there we can assure assistance of at least 500 spanish participants now that's probably right like because there must be thousands of you know if there was a blood bowl tournament a big the world cup you know you, you travel and if you can travel there even if you have to drive two hours a day you'd still do it so i think that's great huge huge blood bowl community i love that um point two is the same because the spanish community is one of the biggest in europe and yet no international naf event has ever been held in spain as well since 2008 so one huge community two has been nearly 15 years since a big enough event was hosted there uh, three because spain is one of the most active countries celebrating uh, naf tournaments having 74 registered in the naf database in 2019 um several of which have been held for more than 10 years that's so very established that's it like there is an established blood bowl community and culture there which is amazing um Four, because among those tournaments, Spain hosts one of the biggest international tournaments in the world, the REVA, which in 2019 welcomed more than 220 players. We'll have to keep an eye on that one then. Um, uh, because our team and a big group of volunteers has a wide female presence, and we can uh, we consider that will encourage new uh, people of all genders to to join in and be a part of the hobby and get interested in blood bowl. And you know what? That's that's awesome. Fantastic. You know. Yeah, that's that's great. And six, because we believe we have a winning project. So. All of those are really good Blood Bowl reasons. Now, the World Cup, the last World Cup was in America then. And no, it wasn't. It was in Dornburn. No, Austria. Um, yeah. yeah, we're talking about the next one. And they, they reckon it's going to be in America, which is pretty exciting. Now, Dornburn in Austria. Um, Austria is cool, right? But mm-hmm. a event held in, you know, London or Berlin or a, a city that is known for nice tourist stuff is great but this and alicante and this cannot i think be under represented this is a holiday destination yeah for all sorts of people and and i think that's why i'm so excited about this is because if if this was in you know nothing away from like uh, cities and stuff like that but you know going to somewhere that's weather's fine and nice for a week is okay but like if i was going away with tiff and to go on a big event like this i go on a big holiday i wanted to come with me you know I, I, it's cool like we get to go to spain like but knowing that it's going to be a beach destination that there is going to be a holiday there as well this it combos great so i am now looking at the world cup as a holiday not just a blood bowl event yeah i know absolutely like oh, it's just so exciting like one of my favorite things is like the Spanish evenings. And we even had um, in, during our interview, it was mentioned that, you know, in the evening, it's really like comfortable temperature. 
and I, I'm just so excited to like have a Blood Bowl game and then hang out on the beach in like 20 degree weather at night with a beer or something like that. It's just, it's like dreamy and it, like, you know, it's nerdy to say, just like, I just want my toys and my son. Um, but honestly, yeah. This is, it's the best of so both good. worlds. I yeah, think really is, is, I think is probably something that is really exciting. Now, you know, we were talking about, and the reason the America thing came up is because we were talking about, you know, 2027, how cool would it be to be in England? And they were like, oh, we think America's going to win it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know if England could compete with Spain as a destination. Like, mm. I mean, England, we can host a, we can host great tournaments. Like, I'm sure it could be great. And there's a load of cool stuff in England, but I don't know, man. Like, Just in terms of things to like experience there and like the sort of the climate and the, yeah. you know, attractions like that it's just it's just an awesome place and part of the bid they put together how to travel to alicante and honestly it's just a list of cities in the world because um it's a big holiday destination they've got great airport links to any city you can think of uh like most of england's on there really excited ben that we could just get a flight from southampton yeah, that's for us. That's down the road in twenty minutes. Oh my so. god, they've got Bournemouth, dude! Bournemouth Airport is just a field. Yeah. I love flying places from Bournemouth Airport. We we go. <laughs> is it Tenerife? Tenerife or Gran Canaria? When we go, we go from I can't remember. We go from Bournemouth Airport, and it's just the most chilled airport in the more in the world. Like it's barely an airport. So if we could fly out from Bournemouth and get to Alicante, that's amazing. I'll go after work. That's just. <laughs> that's that's really cool now one city that has absolutely sparked something in me here ben is that they do mention prague now obviously this is going to alicante but prague would be quite cool as a blood bowl event venue as well wouldn't it? oh i love prague i love prague like uh, yeah maybe we ah I'll tell you what maybe we should add that because i think they've got some pretty decent blood bowl events there as well blood bowl World oh, really? tour we can get prague in Go for Anyone from Prague listening? Yeah. Like, about it. It's <laughs> lag up some events. Now, a lot of this, and the way they do the bid is it's kind of like a business case mixed with a tourist brochure. They're trying to sell the area um, as much as they are the event, and they've mm -hmm. done a superb job. So they've got some examples here of hotels and hotel costs. I'm not going to dive into that because, uh, well, if I'm being entirely honest, Tiff is amazing at booking holidays and amazing at finding places that are really good value. And she loves it's like her hobby. Um, so I am incredibly underqualified uh, to do any of that. But, you know, what? <laughs> that's, why you, that's why you're bringing her along. She's still the accounting. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be our travel guide. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't think she'd hate that. And, uh, you know, I don't think Alison would hate that either. But anyway, we'll come back to that. <laughs> So, so the venue uh it is going to be held in uh the instituto ferial di alicante which is a giant convention hall um fourteen thousand square feet uh, sorry square meters and a height of 12 meters uh it's giant and they've done a really good job of showing some examples of other events that have been held there they've got car stuff and like there is a picture on page 15 where they've got this um they've got this this car convention and it is massive like that's the convention that's just yeah it looks like i think it's a oh okay it's not almost i think it's a you i think they said it's a used car event but anyway there's oh, just okay, like cool. hundreds of cars in this massive wide open space and it, it like big floor to ceiling windows it looks new it looks suave and 
they've got some examples of some of the people that uh, the people numbers there was uh, encounter of the mediterranean lifestyle one had fifty two thousand attendees uh the uh manga anime fair yeah video games comics role-playing twenty thousand attendees uh this is like we're looking at blood bowlers we're looking at two thousand blood bowlers plus i don't know like another thousand people who are going to come in pop in say hello see what's going on and stuff so if this is a place that can hold x times ten thousand people it can hold four it can hold three four thousand blood bowlers and crew with plenty of space i like that they've shown like a ping pong table there as well ping pong tournament oh Um, yeah uh because actually there's tons of space there and blood bowl takes up a significantly smaller space than ping pong yeah that is that's so good it's it looks like just a comfortable venue to be in so yeah we went up to salute didn't we ben and and at the edxl center yeah their halls are massive but this looks like it's just all of the edxl center halls together in what is just a stadium basically look at it it's giant so nice it looks so nice up at night the purple and the blue very retro wave (laughs) yeah i was on board with that i could hear the synth wave um now they've got a map here and this is how they are planning to set it out so they've got zone a which is for painting um for like a a painting competition for the nav staff for the red cross and the it stuff so they've got a a zone for that they've got a zone b which is the play area where all the tables are going to be they've got zone c which is a complete area for rest and they've got zone d which has got shop stands around the side now uh, there's a big food court as well which is kind of important um so one thing that they have said is that i wonder which one zone e is uh it was labeled as zone d but it should be zone e so yeah they have got plenty of food areas they they've got uh 40 shops and stuff but they're also going to have uh cosplayers and stuff like that around the edges because it's kind of like an event as well um mm. they were talking about that in the interview weren't they ben so yeah I, I, I think that's great and we, we talked about this when we talked about the world cup last episode like um you know the downtime is at a tournament so important like i i personally underestimated how the downtime interaction was going to work for for beachhead which was a tournament of less than 100 players uh in a bic with a tournament room of i don't know what was there in that room maybe six 600 tournament players in that room worry about that yeah yeah and the downtime was tough because we set with short intervals. We'll come to their timings, but they have considered this. And I think that the downtime being paid attention to is incredible key. Now, it's Alicante. The food looks amazing. The view looks amazing. I just want to go on holiday and this is making it even worse. When is I've it? got pictures of paella like oh, your ham on your tortilla. This is like this is like the Spanish oh. like <laughs> Uh, where where, so where are we? We're we're March, so I've got sixteen weeks till I'll be in Italy, which is not quite the same, but still, mm. it's close. It's close. Be good. Now they've also got some stuff in here about Blood Bowl, which is incredibly useful. Oh, do they? Yeah, this is a Blood Bowl event as well. Oh. So while you're in Alicante, if you're there on, <laughs> so the eighth, ninth, and tenth of September, which is a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday is where the games will happen but they're also doing an opening ceremony on the thursday night so if you're going to be traveling in you want to get there on the thursday leave on the monday so thursday friday saturday sunday monday five days if you are looking to get some time off work uh 
you know what it's going to be kind of three days leave if you're just going for that now i'm thinking i'm thinking monday to monday is probably what we'll do yeah sounds good um that gives us a couple of days recovery time yeah fly back on the monday uh it's probably the right way to do it uh but just i just want to make you would want to go back on the sunday i think also the celebrations and like this i think yeah we've actually yeah we've got the timetable on 22 so thursday september 7th 6 30 is the inauguration and opening of the world cup now that i imagine now they've done a great job here and they've planned it by a space by the sea they're going to have a bunch of stuff there loudspeakers sound lighting uh there's representation of the city of alicante and there's going to be naf representation that is going to be a bit of a party night i think to celebrate Mm -hmm. the start of it um be careful because you're about to play three days of blood bowl uh uh, yeah interesting but 6 30 p.m people yeah um (laughs) don't go too hard 9 a.m is checking that's that's super important so uh friday and saturday and sunday the first bit of the day is 9 a.m so just the captains of each squad so let's say let's meet in the middle ben i think 2274 I think is what I said. You said 2,500. Let's say it's 2,400 and there's teams of six. That's 400 400 captains uh, to check in and basically sign their teams in, make sure everything's good, make sure you're there, collect your loot. Now there's an extra bit on loot here. You're going to get some stuff, not as much stuff as the old World Cups. And I love that they kind of talked through why. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's superb. So first match on day one, 9.45 till 12 o'clock. So that gives you two and a quarter hours to play a game, which is a standard Blood Bowl time, right? Yep. Um, then there is a lunch, 12.15, and the next round is not until 2.15. So you've got two hours, basically, between round one and round two, which should be plenty of time to chill out, grab a bite. Um, any more than that, and you'd be wasting a lot of the day. Um mm-hmm. And it's funny, when we did the interview, you were like, oh, you've got planned for siesta. Well, kind of. There's there's two hours yeah. there. You know, <laughs> say you finish your first round. Up. Yeah, you finish your first round timely at like 11.30, 11.45. You've got kind of two and a bit hours there to go and just have a nap on the floor and the corner what, outside. What an amazing cultural invention, the siesta, right? Underrated. I'm so jealous we don't have that. We need We're that. We're so energised. We absolutely need that. Um, not overly sure I'd bother waking up though. I think there's not at the World Cup, just in general. <laughs> like on a Friday afternoon, I'm like, oh, time for my siesta. See you Monday. Um, is kind of that's kind of where I want to be tomorrow, actually. Mm. But not going to be the case. Uh, round two, two fifteen till sixteen thirty, and then an hour's gap before round three at five thirty till quarter to eight. Uh, exactly the same timings for day two on the saturday um day three is a little bit shorter lunch is half an hour shorter and the other rounds are half an hour earlier so at eight o'clock on the sunday there is the closing ceremony so i mean what do you think of the timings ben i think this is awesome it spreads it out it gives you plenty of opportunity drops the vendors you know chat the people you the friends you made on the thursday night um yeah i i just think this is this is really exciting and yeah, like, you know, quarter to eight, plenty of time to go and have dinner afterwards as well, because it's, you know, now there'll be a hell of a lot of restaurants available. Um, so that, That's just so key. Like, yeah, all right, this, these are massive days. Like, if you imagine if we ran a UK tournament and it was nine till eight, um, like, people would be like, ooh, that's, uh, 
that's an investment but because you're here because you've traveled because you're here during those three days there to live and breathe blood bowl that's mm -hmm. three games over an 11 hour window and then afterwards you know what the weather's going to be like at eight o'clock when you go out for dinner it's going to be incredible. It's going to be 22 degrees. It's going to be sunset soon. You're going to be able to it's walk. It's the best kind because the sun doesn't like burn you. No. Because there is no sun. Like, but if you've ever, if you've never experienced nighttime in a warm climate, that's not humid like um, the east as well. Bear in mind, like this is like just warm. It's not always that humid. Um, it's just so comfortable. It's so comfortable. It's so, proper. Like, just sit down with a beer, weather, yeah. and just. Have a good time. Now, we, talk, we talked about the weather being quite quite uh, sporty there. And while my PC decided to uh, reboot itself halfway through the interview, I got to Google what the weather would be like in Alicante in September. And average temperatures between 24 and 29. Nice. Do you know what? That's great. Thanks. In a country that is used to it, you get things that are designed for it. In England, if it gets to 29 degrees, we are not designed because it's a cold, wet country. So we <laughs> Our build... buildings are ovens. Our... Yeah, our buildings are set to keep the heat and the weather out. Spain, not built like that. Actually designed to enjoy life, whereas uh, we're not built for that here. Oh, it's snowing a little bit. Oh, it's sunny a little bit. Let's stop everything. Um, and do you know what? I guess Spain do that. They're like, golly, it's warm. Let's have a sleep. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> resume this when it's less warm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I think is blooming amazing. Um, so World Cup prizes—they've got the individual champion, the second place, and the third place individual best stunty overall. Uh, top touchdowns overall individual. Same for uh, casualties. Same for defense. So the least touchdowns allowed. The champion, the World Cup champion team, second place team, third place team, uh, prizes for best painted teams according to different categories. And as we asked in the interview, thanks to a couple of you who put this in, um, put this to us, uh, they will be doing something for the top of each race. Now, that's another 30 prizes. I'm not sure how they're going to work it out, whether it's uh, just like a probably don't go up to the stage because we've got like 10 there and going up to 40 might be a bit, <laughs> bit tough but i tell you what it would be i i love this so much like i didn't get a chance to kind of stress to them but what they've done is they've you know there's the world cup champion and there's the world cup champion team but now there are 30 other world cup champions yeah like yeah. Which is so good. Come on, slan coaches. Go exactly. on, bring it. Oh, five of you can have your own little competition. Orkster. <laughs> Orkster. Yeah. Run slan. Be the World Cup slan champion. The Fish world, me. the slan world champion. Like, that's just. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that's this is really just... cool. Yeah, this is amazing. Gifts and gadgets. So, stuff you get when you go here. Um, access to the new website and their software, which is pretty cool. Um, we'll probably have a little chat about that in a minute, Ben. Um, complete set of dice. That is a complete set of dice. So 16, 8, uh, six-sided dice and block dice. Commemorative coin. Uh, a commemorative miniature, which is going to be a bull-headed minotaur. So awesome. So thematic. So on point. Love it. I, yeah, love it. So we did get a few people asking, are they going to do a whole team and they're not going to do a whole team? The answer is they're doing a big guy miniature instead of a team. Um, and I don't know. How do you feel about that, Ben? I think that's good. I mean, it makes it more manageable. I know, you know walking away with a whole team is really nice. But um, I think I'd rather everyone quickly get access to what, you know, something than something crazy. 
um, that yeah. you know might make it logistically difficult. They're keeping it simple. Yeah. In that regard, you get one cool big miniature that can be used. For, I'm going for, for the, the World Cup experience. I'm not really going for the the gifts, which are really nice. Yeah. But it's not why I'm there. I'm I'm there for the World Cup. And, yeah. Like, but, to remember to remind you of the World. But Cup, a you know? big a big guy miniature is excellent because you can yeah. use that with most of your teams it, as a star player, as a big guy. There's a whole bunch of teams with minotaurs. If you're running an ogre, you can run it like. It's actually a really accessible model instead of a whole team that you can only really run for that team or a couple of other teams. Um, keeps the cost down, which is quite important, I think, because a whole team that's being custom is, Ben, we look at this all the time, 70, 80 quid, right? A big guy miniature that's custom, 20, 25, 80 if it's Forge World. Um, but, you know, that's great. Commemorative patch, a, an official neoprene Blood Bowl pitch as well. So That's nice. Yeah, I think it's probably time to talk about this. So the World Cup 4... Uh, you could opt to additionally buy a whole team. It was a cool team uh, or and or a whole 3D printed pitch. Um, the 3D printed? I thought like wooden one. No. Yeah, I think they were 3D printed or yeah. maybe just plastic cast. One of the two. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, they, they did talk about this when we had the interview, like actually a neoprene pitch. It's so much easier to, to be able to move it around, to carry it around, to travel it home. Um, and this is kind of the theme here is that these guys want you to play Blood Bowl and have a nice time and have a good holiday. They're making things as simple as possible, which when you're playing in an event with 2000 plus players, I think is is excellent. I think that's I think that's something we can probably all learn from. Um, and they're going to be doing a bunch of lotteries and raffles and stuff at the same time. Um, now, as we go through the rest of the bid, that's that's the most exciting stuff. They've just got a list of companies they're working with um, and some other great bits that they're doing to support the local community and what they would do in the case of COVID. And then it comes to software. So, Ben, we asked them about the software, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Um, so if you've already listened to the interview, you can go back and listen to that. But um, what was it they said? Four months four or five months the software will be mostly done if not done yeah. and then you if you're running a tournament you can message them maybe and maybe get a chance to use it in your events and i think we should definitely do that ben um because if we can help them get it right you know if as, as a blood bowl community we can use this software and flag up errors now world cup four team uh, you know they had a lot of problems but what they were trying to do was amazing and you know awesome effort uh but i think world cup five has been able to learn from the great efforts of world cup four and the work that torsten and the team did to feed back on themselves like their own after action report to say hey this is the stuff we found i'll do this differently next time and one of those things was get the software out way ahead test it give it away get everyone on board with it um what the software looks like and how it's going to work we don't know yet but we should know in the next few months yeah fantastic um what to see how it goes and so their team these are just some of the people involved with this we've got akko and olvadar who we've met and chatted with which is cool um there's uh morgan and jarvi and belthasaur and lubaras and mandalaki and pilar and hachablanca and Lorena, and they're all doing a bunch of different stuff which is amazing there's a bunch of volunteers local as well and it's just a really, really wicked event and a really great pitch. I just, I just, 
It's amazing. And the detail they've gone to on the budget, Ben, was did you get a chance to have a look at that at all? Uh, right. I look at this and get scared. I'm not good with numbers. My girlfriend's an accountant. I leave her to do everything related to money in a relationship. So, so, so I look at this and I think, wow, they've gone all out. So this cause... looks like business cases. This looks like some of the stuff. Mm. Um, so what they've done is they've budgeted for 2000 um, and they are going to flex it if they can. But I mean, it's going to cost... 197,000 euros to do this which is incredible amount the venue yeah. 44,000 sound equipment lights 17,000 buses transfers transports meals at the venue that's another 13,000 19,000 euros um trophies 4,000 euros on trophies 15,000 euros for blood bowl pitches 11,000 for dice you know it, it's huge but it's amazing. Uh, and they've done such a great job of looking at this. They've also broken down, and this is something that's really interesting to see. We don't know when the tickets are going to go live yet. They've got to go through some bits and bobs to see. Um, looking at the cost per person, um, if they get 1,000 people going there, it will be a cost of 165. Uh, if there's 1,500, it'll be a cost of 110. If there's 2,000, it'll be a cost of 82. Now, this is all how they've broken it down. So depending on how much they're going to get the tickets for, um, it's looking like the attendance fee is going to be 165 euros. So what's that in English money, Ben? 150 quid? Yeah, it's more or less the same at this point. Yeah. Okay, so that's with a pitch, a model, a coins, dice, food, and just the grandeur of being the World Cup. I mean, the BIC in Bournemouth is expensive, and it was, what was it, like £45 for a two-day ticket at the BIC with none of that stuff included. So 150 quid for a three-day event with all that stuff at a really premier venue is £50 a day. And include this This is also, I don't think we touched on this, includes transport and food. Like, you get meals included every yeah. day. Yeah, which, which is From massive. the venue you went back to Alicante. It's, yeah yeah it's really cool um i i mean it is expensive uh the whole thing is going to be expensive traveling anywhere I think is it's expensive, value. but i it, think it's it's a lot but you're doing a lot so it feels <laughs> fair yeah very fair uh so i think that's basically the most important parts of the bid uh that we've gone through i'm just going to bounce back into our homepage, and yeah i mean a holiday in Spain. I mean, just how much would you pay for a boat trip or a uh, a day out? You know, one of the what do they call it? Ex ex expeditions, excursions, right? You, yeah. you, you're paying that. If I could pay fifty, yeah, you easily pay fifty fifty euros for an excursion when you're on holiday. Yeah, like wrapping this up, fifty quid a day for three days of blood bowl with food, with transport. And the fact that there's 18 months, like, I mean, I... even that, like, I mean, you're, you're getting like a pitch, the set of dice, the miniature, like, even, even if you're buying those just as they are, that's like, <laughs> yeah. if Games Workshop was to release a Minotaur star player, which it will do eventually, or release Grashnak, that'll be yeah. 40, 40 pounds. 
Uh, 30 quid for a pitch and <laughs> yeah from a cardboard pitch absolutely that's 70 yeah. quid so 80 quid for a three-day blood bowl tournament uh you know on top uh, of that yeah now now it, it's reality time like um going abroad is expensive like doing holidays is expensive taking time off work is expensive so this is there is a barrier to entry that is really real and also it's a commitment like it is a commitment. Traveling to a Blood Bowl tournament, going to a Blood Bowl tournament is a commitment. Going to a weekend Blood Bowl tournament is quite a big commitment in this world. Um, for time, you've got lives, we've got family, we've got jobs, we've got things. 18 months out, if you're interested in this, this is, I think, pretty doable. But it is not cheap. And we're not going to... Definitely, this is not like... This is not cheap. This is not pocket money. This is an mm -hmm. actual event, but this is this is the kind of thing that I, I, I'm not necessarily sold it to Tiff this way, but we came to the agreement together as a married couple that it was a holiday, not a Blood Bowl event, and therefore it was okay. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, I think Monday to Monday, Tuesday to Tuesday, fly out, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in the day, holiday evening, Thursday you go for the... The drink celebration, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you have an amazing day, all day playing blood ball and going out for dinner and drinks in the evening. And then Monday, you fly back to your regular day life. I don't know, man. This feels like heaven for me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so jazzed. Medieval I, I, castle. <laughs> <laughs> medieval theme park, Ben. A medieval theme park. Wednesday, medieval theme park. Thursday, blood ball inauguration. Friday, lose three games of blood ball. Uh, yeah, Saturday, <laughs> win a game, think it's going to be okay, lose two more games of Blood Bowl. Sunday, right. drink the way. Yeah. There is, I, I quote the line from from this, this pitch Friday, a giant Spanish paella for 2,000 people. Oh. <laughs> what? Like, that's that sell. I but, really, yeah. really, really want that now. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. We've got 18 months, and, you know, we talked about like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if the 2027 uh, World Cup was in England? And it would be cool because, you know, it would be cool. But at the same time, this transcends Blood Bowl in a way that I had not appreciated before. Mm -hmm. And that is just epic. Like, I have not been this excited about anything since I got married. Like, and that was probably much more logistics than this is going to be. For me, anyway, running it. Whoa. Like, bless their hearts, just wanting to run it because they love Blood Bowl. And I love their attitude, Ben. I mean, it's, they keep it simple, you know. People are going to be drinking, they're going to be happy, it's going to be sunshine, they're just going to want to play three games of Blood they, Bowl. They, un <sighs> they understand that there's complexity and that this isn't easy and they know it's daunting, but they seem very prepared. Um, they, they've, all, I mean, to even put this thing together, they've already been in touch and responsible yeah. for things like the meals and the transport and all of that so i think it's yeah i i have very high hopes for this event and i do wish them the best of luck i agree i think it's important that we remember that this is just blood bowl which is coming from yeah. me right and i love <laughs> i love blood bowl more than a lot of people uh worryingly so but like this is a celebration of blood bowl not a high stakes esports event and I think I think I blame COVID for this because we spent a few years lockdown when we could get out. It was competitive. We play online. It was competitive. We've lost a little bit of the 
the social we've lost the, the social aspect died online community was amazing but there is something very different about having dinner and a drink with somebody than there is you know both ordering a pizza at the same time and doing another zoom quiz um so this is i think gonna be the best world cup of all time i can't see anything if this goes even remotely right i can't see anyone upping this definitely and... be the best world cup i've ever been to <laughs> yeah same here <laughs> I, I was really excited because I was like, oh, maybe we could do, you know, 2027 England, you know, Blood Bowl's coming home. It could be great. We could get, you know, some very, 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 yeah. <laughs> dude, just I thought, you know, the videos would be great. It would just be so funny. Um, but I don't know. This is all steam. Now. England's done it. England's done it. Yes. But I mean, the first one, 200 was, people. Um, I just don't know, man. This is just gearing up to be amazing. Now, one thing that is worth mentioning right now, which is about the rule set. They're not ready. It's going to come later. And one thing I did try to call out during the interview that I think is going to be the only thing, and they did a great job of saying, look, the rules bit, like the rules bit of the building and what's allowed in, what's not allowed in is down to the NAF and NAF sanctioning. Got that right. The NAF is there for that. That's what they're there for. And that's what they're really good at. So I love that the NAF are going to be able to support with that aspect. But my question was, you know, they confirm the rule set in December after the November FAQ. May FAQ happens um, and they cut the cost of a bunch of star players. Uh, they change the rules or they introduce a new team. Like that will be the only challenging thing. Um, and I don't think that was massively around in the last one because most stuff just kind of carried over. Um, so it'd be really interesting to see that because, yeah, when the Squig team lands, uh, if it's not in this year, you know, I want to make sure I can run Squigs at the World Cup. But from a tournament aspect, Ben, if the tickets and stuff go live up to March and then they're looking for team submissions, say, until July, and a team lands in July or August, probably not going to be eligible for the World Cup. And I think that's fair because of the, the time spread. What do you think about that? I think it's safe to assume it's not. And yeah. that way you can't really be too disappointed, right? Like if, 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 it, if you plan for it not being there and like you've like painted... Oh, sorry, I should say, on the other hand, if you plan for it being the case and you paint a yes. team, you might be disappointed. That if you don't plan for it, probably won't be. And, and I think it's really good that they're going to essentially protect the rule set. So if, um, you know, it's February, you bought your tickets, you're running Amazons, um, and then Games Workshop drop a new Amazon team in June, and it's got a Croxagore and only two Blitzers, which, by the mm -hmm. way, and and the and the catchers are movement eight and strength two, which I think would be a very fun twist to Amazon's. Your team that you've painted, that you've planned to take to the World Cup, is safe. Like if that's how it goes, I think that's absolutely the right thing, and I think that's the the really respectful thing to do for players as well. Um, it creates a sub pocket of a meta, but I'm going to give it a pass for an event like this. I think. Uh, although I saw on the Blood Bowl community, someone's going to a, a, a tournament this weekend with 2016 rules. Who is still playing with 2016 edition? Oh, okay. I just, yeah. yeah. I assume that tournament said a cabin in the woods. So be very careful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, BT, I I'm jazzed. Um, and I think we should probably wrap it up there for today. Sounds good. Anything you think we've missed? I know, but we're just one of the most exciting podcasts we've done, I think. Oh, that's so cool. Anyway, guys, we're going to wrap up. Thank you very much for joining us. 
let us know questions thoughts world cup you're coming you're not coming they said it's okay for us to stream i'm gonna me i'm gonna we can see how much access we can get if we can do some live streaming of some games that would be pretty cool uh i don't know just don't know don't care just can't wait just to get there yeah exactly right where can i get paella at quarter ten men <laughs> make it <laughs> yeah, make get some it I'm going to go check Justy. Anyway, thank you very much. We'll be back soon with more Bloodborne content. Happy paellering. Thanks very much for watching. We really appreciate your support. If you want to help support the channel even further, please like and subscribe or come join us on our Patreon. We have early access to content. We get loads of feedback from you guys and we try and do competitions as much as we can. Or you can get yourself some Bonehead Podcast merch on our Spreadshirt site. So if you want to support a team, especially for the Bonehead Championship, you can pick up a shirt, a mug, things like that. It all helps support the channel and we really appreciate it. Anyway, links below. Thank you very much. Happy blocking. <laughs>